Retro Anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Vic, Brian, and Lynette. How's everybody doing today? Good. How's it going? Awesome. In this episode, we take on the eight devils of Kimon. Today, we talk Ninja Scroll. Uh, Ninja Scroll is a film that was released in 1993. It was a co-production between JVC, Toho, and Mubik, with Madhouse serving as the animation studio. Uh, Ninja Scroll was released theatrically, in Japan in June of 1993, and it received an English dub uh, by MGM, of all companies, but it was released uh, through Manga Entertainment in 1995. Uh, the film takes place in feudal Japan, and it follows uh, Jubei, uh, who's a mercenary swordsman, and he battles the eight devils of Kimon and ninjas and just every every Japanese cliche you can imagine, who are intent on like becoming... Shogun, I guess, is kind of their their whole mission. Anyway, so it's this is a very it's a very interesting film to talk about because of its impact. This was this came out in 1995, but it's like I don't know how to word it. It's like so it came out. You guys remember in 1995 or 1990s, mid 90s, when Manga Entertainment came out, like they had. This sizzle reel that they did. Yes, and... they're insane sizzle reel. Yeah, they had this insane sizzle reel, and they just they they had all these crazy ass titles that they were releasing, and it was honestly it, for me, manga entertainment was like the birth of of mainstream anime in America. Like before that, it was like if you're watching streamlined stuff or you know the like Totoro or Nausicaa or any of the Ghibli films, like they were all these like offshoot companies with like weird names. But when, you know, or it was Streamline, you were getting like, uh, you know, Akira and stuff. But man, when manga came out, it's like everybody had a company to give credit to. It was like, oh, this is manga. And, and all their titles were just like crazy. And I don't know. It's so around night, around this time, Manga sort of just gave birth to the anime renaissance over here. I, to me, I, no, I don't know you guys that's, feel perfect, like... that's the perfect word. The anime renaissance. And it's not like we, we didn't have access to it, right. but it, it wasn't until we started dealing with like titles like Ninja Scroll where it, 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 it became more than niche and then became more accepted. Oh my God, did you see Ninja Scroll? Yeah. It's a badass. And then, like, the cartoon is so badass. And, like, that's when you were like, anime, motherfucker. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly that. Yeah, that was, it was so cool. It was, it was when manga, it was when anime became the cool, cool. thing. It became cool. Like, manga mm -hmm. made anime cool. And it made it to the point that you could talk to anybody about it. If they, and if they hadn't seen it, they weren't cool. It was, it was, that was the shift was manga entertainment and ninja scroll and and like ghost in the shell those were all manga releases and that was like that was it like that was when the coin flipped and we went from getting swirlies to to being the the kids in the know Bye. 
Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I definitely feel that during that time, my knowledge of anime served me well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like when people come and say, "Have you seen Ninja Scroll?" Yes. Well, if you like Ninja Scroll, you might also want to check out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, here's a just play the manga sizzle reel." It's like you may want to check out everything here. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was. Yeah. It was around that time that uh, I was actually working in Blockbuster Video. Oh, right? you worked at, you worked at Blockbuster? Yeah, in, in Tampa, in Tampa, nowhere. Oh, okay. I'm no. like, hold up, because I worked at Blockbuster in Naranja, so. <laughs> no, so uh, being able to have discussions about anime when it was like breaking into the mainstream. Distribution, you know, what I'm saying it was, it, it really made my job. It made my uh, Brian's picks so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, ni- the mid '90s is when anime went from the animation section at Blockbuster. It was like one little sliver of a shelf to like, oh, now you got like two shelves, and they called it anime. <laughs> they like switched the name. Everything sort of transitioned. It was, it was a very interesting time, and Ninja Scroll was, Ninja Scroll was at the center of it. Ninja Scroll was so much more for us, for me anyway, than just another samurai anime or another kind of anime about you know action anime. It it represents a shift tonally in what anime was to Western audiences. So it's it's important to give it its due. Um, not just because it is a great, it's a fucking great anime, but what it did for anime fandom in the West, really, I, it's, I, I sat here thinking about it when I was, uh, coming up with, you know, my notes and stuff and, and really that was the equalizer. Ninja Scroll was the one where it didn't matter if they never watched anime ever. You're like, have you seen Ninja Scroll? This is what you want to watch. And it seemed like anybody you threw that at, it was a win. <laughs> I don't know of a single person that said, you should watch Ninja Scroll, and they're like, what the hell did you make me watch that for? <laughs> Never. You're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was, um, to call it influential is to understate it a little bit, I think. But anyway, it's a, so I, I picked it up. I know I picked this up through Suncoast video. Uh, Sunco- sorry, Suncoast Motion Picture Company. <laughs> yeah, Suncoast Video. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, picked it up on the the VHS with the little red and white mango emblem on the side. And and uh, it, I think it was probably one of my first, one of my first manga titles, I think, was this. And and needless to say, it, it absolutely had an indelible effect on me. This opened my eyes to samurai cinema. Like, before that, I had I'd never really gotten into it. But after right. this, man, okay. I watched all of it. Yo, how are you? How are we? How are we going to continue to cause off mindless musings when you use the word like indelible? <laughs> 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 who, who, who are you talking to? <laughs> well, you know, I, I got my Thesaurus app open, and I really wanted to make sure I touched on. Wanted to appeal to demographic that uh no uh, it was a mindless decision that's exactly why there you go that's why <laughs> i bring gabriel i bring gabriel he was, 
You probably used that word this week, and you were like, you know what? I need to use that. Yeah. I'm going to add that to my vernacular. My nine-year-old showed me indelible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, this uh, this was... It, yeah, it's opened my eyes to samurai cinema. Like, because that's what this anime was. When it came out, it was it was a love letter to to that sort of film, like the Kurosawas and... And all the the samurai action films, they have a name for it that I, I, I'm not going to bother to try and pronounce. It was at that point that I started watching Kurosawa, that I, I started digging into that whole genre of film. And, uh, and, and yeah, so Ninja Scroll did that for me. I, I had never watched Seven Samurai before I'd seen Ninja Scroll. And then after it, it was like, holy shit, these movies are awesome. And I just started watching all of them. So it it was for me, it was more than just anime. For me, it was it was everything uh, about that genre. Uh, I don't know. What about you guys? How did you pick it up? Pretty much as simple as that. It was there one day. I knew I needed to watch it. I watched it. It was a no brainer. <laughs> and 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 cartoons. What we fighting for? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lynette, how did you pick up Ninja Scroll? Had you seen it before this? Yep, my grandfather, actually. He was very into samurai movies. If there was a new one, he, he watched it. If it did, even if it didn't have subtitles, he watched it. Even if it wasn't in dub, he watched it. And Ninja Scroll came, and he was like, it's a cartoon. The children will love it. And... <laughs> <laughs> And here we go, sitting in our nice little house in Oceanside, all the kitties sitting next to Grandpa with popcorn, and we <laughs> we pop in the movie. And my, my mom screams. Oh, well, well, yeah. Oh my God! You know what's like? I can only imagine. So, how far did you get before they made you stop? My, we watched the whole thing. Oh my god! <laughs> All the grandchildren with with our grandfather, grandpa's sitting in the middle. We're all there, you know. We're having hot dogs and rice, you know, because that's just what you got to do when you're gonna have when you're gonna watch Ninja Scroll. We had hot dogs and rice, and you can see all these kids. I think, yeah, at middle school. I was in middle school. I'm just sitting there, just like. You know, we're all excited because the guy's eating an onigiri, and we're like, right, we yeah. can, you know, all the little kids, we're just like, oh. and then all of a sudden, arms get ripped off, people get electrocuted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you have all these teenagers that are just like, oh, yeah. Whole time. This, you know, this anime starts out so <laughs> unassuming, it starts out so. <laughs> classic samurai flick he's walking on the yeah. bridge and, is, yep. and you're like oh this is so cool and he does the cuts the gun like it's just it's great the tiny man not comes out of, of the giant suit yeah yeah not a lot of blood he's got an onigiri the size of his face you know yeah. so everybody's just like oh this is so exciting <laughs> yeah oh my god and then what's his name shows up stone stone guy kageto is that what yeah. you know mm-hmm. yeah man yeah. and then it's <laughs> Just like everybody's ripped up. Yo, the drinking of the blood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Yep. It was a great day. It was a great day. (laughs) I knew it. As as he's like checking out the girl, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, this is my energy drink. 
<laughs> Red <Yeah>. Bull bitches. <laughs> um, it was. I, I he was. It was. Oh man! So this film was so great for that. It, the introduction of the Eight Devils, starting with him, was brilliant because he was so terrifyingly awesome, just a force of nature. And man, when when that spinning blade just like slices through the woods and is taking out that whole army of ninja, it, it is nothing right. Like I still, if it's one of those films where like if you go, hey, what's the sound? Of, do you know the sound of that spinning blade in Ninja Scroll? Like, it's in my head. Like, mm-hmm. you don't not hear that. <laughs> it's, it stays with, with you. Along yeah, with it's, it's, it's like the, it's like the it. theme song to Friday the 13th, right? You just, you kind of hear that sound. <laughs> oh, man. Vic, when how did you pick it up? Were you with me when we picked that up? I don't remember. I don't think I was at the time, but I do recall picking up my own copy on VHS at Best Buy of all places. Uh, yeah, but it wasn't in '95, so I know I watched it beforehand. But then you know, once I saw it at Best Buy, it's like, okay, well, I need my own copy. Yeah, I. It, it's funny to see when I read up on these, and you read about the date, and you're like, '95. That's when this dropped. Like '90, really? It's mm-hmm. funny because, like, to me. I feel like I'd seen Ninja Scroll years before I saw Street Fighter the anime. But based on, you know, what we've recorded in the notes and stuff, they came out the same damn year. Yep. So it's just like, it's funny how the brain tricks you. Like, I, I could have sworn that this was older than that. But it's not. It came out right at the same time. I would have to say I saw it in probably about 90s, 96, 97 when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I... I I know I picked this up in 95 because I remember I specifically remember when it dropped like it was it was a new release. I had made it a habit at this point to go up to Dayland Mall and visit Suncoast because it had the best anime selection in South Florida. So I would go up and hit it weekly. And and so I was always there for the new drops. And and this was one I picked up like right away. The cover art. So. uh evocative right like you, you you this cover art was like calling to you man it's the guy with the sword and it's got the kunoichi in the back. like everything about it was like damn this looks hard this looks hard like i gotta check this out um just again just a testament to what manga was doing making anime mainstream i want to say mainstream yep. this anime sold what out <laughs> all right so for the longest time we had uh Marvel and DC, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And those were the main titles that you had. But then back in the 90s, that's when you had Image Comics, right? Yeah. And Image Comics, because they had so many people in, in, in Spawn. We had Stormwatch, Hellcat, I mean, Wildcats. Absolutely. But the artwork in it was like leaps and bounds, and it just leapt the pages, right? That's the same way that I feel like Manga's effect had on anime, as opposed to your other titles that you had. It just leapt out and grabbed you with the same, with the same. I don't even want to say it was a such a shock to your senses what they were doing there. You know, just just for instance, swordplay. You know, it, it it the flashes look so much. It look they look really. 
different than what you normally have seen, you know? So... Yeah, Ghost in the Cell is gonna have to be one we introduced. Gonna do now for sure. <laughs> they those two are absolutely those two are two sides of the same coin. Like they're it's they both came out around at the same time. The uh, yeah, the, the I, I mean honestly, it's a testament to Madhouse, right? Madhouse, the animation studio that did this, late it became infamous. I want to say this is what put them on the map. That's uh, maybe speaking out of turn, but when when Madhouse released Ninja Scroll, everybody noticed. This was something that looked different than anything they'd ever seen. It was and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I mean, Madhouse killed it with the animation in this movie. Uh, it's and to think that was '93. Like I didn't even can't even fathom the other shit that was coming out in '93 looking anything like this. And there's a lot of stuff that came out around that time, but this was next level, right? Man, it was. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard. I, I it's hard to speak about just the plot because so much of this is so it had such an impact on on culture that uh, that to speak of it just for the plot is is to do it a disservice. But we are going to dig into the plot a little bit. Let's dig into it. So uh, Jubei, our main character, I, I, I want to say loosely based on Jubei Yagyu, the Yugyu. Yeah, how do I pronounce it, guys? Come on. Yagyu? Yeah, him. The uh, the infamous uh, samurai of legend. Uh, he's uh, yes, what I love. Showdown. <laughs> right, so, yeah, he's in Samurai Showdown. But he's uh, an infamous samurai character, and, and this Jubei is clearly based on him. Uh, he's been romanticized in a million different samurai stories uh, over and over again. Uh, he, but what's funny about it is, and I, I never quite understood why this film was called Ninja Scroll when it very clearly had a Ronin you know, yeah. for for a main character. There's no yes, scroll, it did. no scroll at all, and there, while there were ninja and plenty of them, <laughs> they all died in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like without and, a doubt and not in a nice way yeah that, that was the that was the thing they thought they were coming out hard they're like all right men we're gonna come into this city or our enemy will be the, the epidemic i'm like yeah no that's that's not that's not how that's gonna work for you dude <laughs> like seven dude? of them seven of, seven of them died by the dude who looks like a lightning bug with the string, because he, <laughs> yeah. right? That was like the intro. It's like all you see is his chest light up, and the guy yeah. gets electrocuted, and then you just hear the telltale, and then everybody just gets cut up. That's that's just this, what happens. Yeah, no this this anime had um some really gruesome deaths in it, like beautifully. And it's not to say that gruesome deaths hadn't been seen by us before. We'd seen Wicked City. We'd seen Akira. Come on. So none of this was new particularly, but it was so, I want to say creative. Like like you said, Brian, when he's drinking the blood from the limb of a fallen ninja, you're just like, damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. Like, um, oh, well, this is this kind of movie. Okay. Yeah, I felt like Ninja Scroll took all the samurai movies and said, if we couldn't do it in real life. What can we do in anime? <laughs> and like drinking blood, yeah. throwing this big old stick, having people getting cut in half, you know. 750 million ninja stars. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to cut out one branch. 
Like there's only 30 ninja there and somehow 7.2 billion stars are all over the place. <laughs> exactly, you know. It was. It was an anime of extremes. And and also an anime of some first. But, I, I but, go ahead, Brian. But not just in the anime of extremes, right? For me, it felt like it gave you the first sense of the word jutsu. You know what I'm saying? That people were very specialized in how their attacks went off. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, fucking Hornet guy. <laughs> fucking Hornet you know guy, man. You know, somewhere, uh, Naruto, homeboy who, who had all the instincts, he was like, hey, why? You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, uh, um, the Red shadow guy. dude. Shadow, shadow dude's my boy. I love shadow, shadow dude. Yes, and the blonde guy. Those those yeah. are my two favorite. Oh man, yeah. No, so the eight devils are. I I don't I can't say for sure, but I, I want to say they are all clearly based on on basic ancient folklore, because so many stereotypes have been used and reused, uh, both before and after. You remember we talked, we did Vampire Hunter D, and we had Spider Guy. Spider Guy is definitely the precursor to Wasp Guy. Yeah. And, and you could tell they're in the same vein. It was the same basic concept. So, uh, same equally, family tree. <laughs> yeah, equally terrifying. Uh, I still give it to Spider Guy, though, just saying. Um, <laughs> Spider Guy's but, worse. Yeah, Spider Guy, absolutely. Um, Snake Lady freaked me out. Oh man! Like okay, I, where all those snakes came from? Dude, I was like, we you have a problem. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Like that, that, that's not how you use snakes, lady. No, that's exactly how she uses them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think Tito would approve. <laughs> Dude, man, so this <laughs> snake lady. Oh my god! This this film. This film had so many interesting. So I want to I want to point out that you know we've talked about a, a multiple occasions how uh, anime sort of taught us all to be far more inclusive than anybody else in our generation. Uh, it taught us. It, come on, we got to go there. It taught us about interracial relationships. It taught us about you know um, all these things. But this anime, I think, is the first time that I saw homosexuality or bisexuality. Right, and they and they openly mocked each other over it. Like they were yes. both sharing a bed with the boss, and they were both giving each other shit for it. And and it, I mean, it was just one of those things that it was so. It's just that this is who they were, and it was so accepting of that fact that nobody thought anything else of it. You know, um, and I think it's kind of cool. I just I want to call this out. This had this had a gay character in it. He was very flamboyantly gay. Like <laughs> they didn't try and, you know, they weren't trying to well, hide it. Yeah, and they didn't try to make him weaker by any no. way. No, no. D- dude was a badass. Like he was a, probably one of the most terrifying. You just didn't know when your number was up with him around. Uh, so yeah, I mean, credit where credits due again with to anime for uh, just kind of just creating characters that you. I mean, he was a villain, but he he there was so you could tell that with the eight devils, at least some of them, that there was so much more to their story than what you were getting, 
and like the, this hierarchy between them and the infighting between them all. Like that was, I loved those characters. Those eight devils were all so interesting, except Wasp guy. He can fuck right off. Everybody else was so interesting. <laughs> he realized, right? Another thing that happens is three of the devils got dealt with by the devils. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of off themselves. Yeah. It's sort of classic henchman fashion, right? They they ended up doing themselves in. They wanted to be on top and... In more ways than one. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't work out that way. I guess that's how promotions worked back then. Yeah. So, anime physics... Uh, my one anime physics is it didn't make sense that uh, Stone Guy mm-hmm. ha- had Jubei's face on his hand. Right, right. Because according to uh, little 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 shit, Daquan, da I think it was his name, Daquan, the little old man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. According to Daquan, it was the girl that killed him. So. If you're saying that, what, what was, I think you killed me, so I'm going to put my face on your hand, and then boom, there you go. <laughs> because technically speaking, what should have happened, his hand was on her breast, so there should have been like a big boob <laughs> right there. <laughs> well, a nice supple nipple, and then just, just look for this chest, and you got my killer. The snake lady shows up. She sees a, a boob in the hand. She's like, shit, now I gotta go check out every pair of tits in this fucking building. <laughs> She's like, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, right? <laughs> so, uh, no, for that, I think it was more along the lines of they thought that they didn't realize the poison part. Yeah. Because I, mean, you know, I think and, the only ones who knew she was a poison eater were cut in half and ripped apart. True story. And... And Doc yeah, Wong, who is 100 years old. So, so is yeah. the first one, where he says, I think you killed me, so you're the person that I'm going to attack. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Like, for it. And, and, and remember, I remember when that happened in the anime, thinking, how the fuck did he do that? Right? Because it wasn't yeah. until later when they revealed that she's poisoned. I'm like, did his sword make him molt rock like i don't understand Is it like what... a sonic wave what yeah happened? like what i i was processing that far too long far finally doc one's like you know oh, her poison get out like, oh 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 okay oh, cool that's what happened <laughs> you know i felt bad for the main character the whole time because it was one of those he was in the wrong place oh yeah yeah at the wrong time he just I saw something, tried to create a distraction, and now all these guys are trying to kill me. I mean, that's pretty much. I, I just, so, I just watched, I just watched, uh, I, I just watched <laughs> Bullet Train. I don't know if mm-hmm. you've seen that. And and this is, Jubei is, is absolutely like Brad Pitt's character in this. Uh, just the wrong guy picked the job at the wrong time, and everybody wants him dead now. And it was just a real shit show. The funny thing about it is, is that, what was he running to? He he wasn't running at all. I mean, I don't. So no, no, right, right, I think right. he I think he had just finished a job, or he was going to a job. 
Right. So yeah, in the in the very beginning, he fights the thieves on the bridge who are angry mm-hmm. with him because he returned returned this ex- highly expensive sword for mere twenty pieces of gold or whatever it was, and okay. some some chump change price. And he's like, "Y'all are assholes. They don't got a lot of money. What the fuck's wrong with you?" And then he's just mm-hmm. sort of like, "There's a storm coming," and he hauls ass. I, I yeah. feel like that's all that was. He was just, I'm going to get out the rain. I don't want to be caught in this storm. I'm just going to run. You guys are making it sound so simple. Like I'm I, it, re- it really was. Yeah. It really it was. Really was. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like what happens when you go to a grocery store and then you see a fist fight <laughs> next to you and you're just like, wait, what's going on? And it's somebody thinks that you're part of the fist fight, so they hit you and now you, yeah. you're you like, you hit them back. It's... Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. got roped and in. Then... <laughs> You know, everybody's fighting, and then they're looking at you like, "Why did you start the fight?" And you're Has like, "I was to you before the match." <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's hypothetically. Hypothetically. Allegedly. 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 I I make no claims to anything. I was just there <laughs> trying to get a soda. <laughs> it's like you know, you're sitting at a Taco Bell trying to enjoy your food with your friends, and then like 17 guys come in and beat up one guy and leave. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, that's. It happens to all of us at least once or twice. Yeah. So that's that. But that is what happened to Jubei. Poor Jubei is exactly that. He was he was just enjoying his chalupa and in walks uh, eight devils and start shit. And he's like, yo, I just I saw you raping the chick. And I thought that was probably not a cool thing. Just thought I'd chime in. <laughs> My bad. That's basically what he did. He was like, hi. <laughs> This isn't right. <laughs> and then he grabs the girl and runs away. And they don't go after the girl. No, they go nope. after him. That's yeah, like, laser it's focused. Yeah. Yep. He ruined the mood, so obviously it's his fault. Yeah, and it's just it's it spirals from there. It's you, you accidentally kill one demon and and seven more just want to come for you. It's it's happened to all of us. Um, but <laughs> it's it's I, I, it, it was this, this, and, but then it, they get you right because then it does circle back, and it is all about him. Mm-hmm. And and I don't necessarily know that they ever dig into that or, or that it's just happenstance. But it just so happens the guy running the Eight Devils of Kimon is a guy that he killed before, and really, really, really wants him dead. Right. Mm-hmm. It just so happens to really, really want him dead. So it sort of feels like the just happenstance, really. It's, they never really dive into... There's no elaborate scheme on the part of Genma and how he, he gets you know, Jubei involved. It's just sort of, just by the happened. way... Yeah, by the way, oh, Jubei, hey, you sliced my head off, you sly son of a bitch. I'm gonna kill you yeah. now. Like, there was really no, like, ha, 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 ha. It was just yeah. like, hey, <laughs> you killed me. Yeah. I was like, what the hell are you doing now. here? Yeah. <laughs> and and that's what he's like, that's what I've been saying this whole movie. What the hell am I doing here? <laughs> so, <laughs> and he and he vehemently doesn't want anything to do with anybody. This whole anime. Dakuan's like, you can help me. And he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he's just, I'm gonna poison you. I was like, well shit. I still don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> that was a very good Dakuan impression. <laughs> Like, you know what? I'm pretty sure if you talk like that the rest of the show, people would think that you made me a voice. <laughs> so I, and that brings up, you know what? That's uh, getting off the rails, but it brings up a, a question I did want to ask. Have 
how did you watch it? Did you watch it dubbed? Did you watch it subbed? This time I watched it subbed. I always watch subbed. You watched it subbed? All right. I'm the I'm the retard. No, dude, I watched it dubbed too, uh, because I'd I'd always seen it dubbed. The first version I ever purchased was the dubbed one. So of course, that... look, 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 I got mine from Blockbuster Video. You know goddamn well. <laughs> that shit was absolutely dubbed. <laughs> Interesting. So, had you ever seen it dubbed, uh, Vic Lynette? Yes. Okay. I may have actually with you guys. Actually, fascinating. It's, I've never seen it subbed. Yeah, my grandfather got it dubbed. It's not for any reason other than just that. That's what was available. So that's what I picked up, and that's what I watched. Uh, so yeah, it's that, that I don't know if that's what he sounded like in in the Japanese, but in English he totally yes. sounded like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I have to say this was also the first anime where my brother went. Do people actually kiss like that with the guy who ate girls? <laughs> and he like yes, yes they do. Yeah. Having to have a conversation and say no, that is not no. <laughs> You don't bite her cheek. You couldn't get screwed up. It's like, yes, absolutely. That is exactly how it's all done. Man. Typical boy thing. Yeah. Is that how you kiss a girl? That's how you get the whole face in your mouth all at once. (laughs) That's how how they know you love them. (laughs) Having that interesting conversation after the movie. (laughs) You should have screwed up and said, yes, that's exactly it. And if you can't do Ruin it, his then first seven relationships. <laughs> if you are not licking your face, why do you do you even care? <laughs> Dude, when he and I mean it's it's horrible to make fun of because it's a rape scene, but yeah. he handles her like a damn rag doll and it is it is laughable. It's just like picking her up by a leg, like this is mine, like a lollipop. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> like when half of her face is in her mouth, and, like, and he gets, he's like kissing like her eye, yeah, and he just gets like the whole boob in his mouth, like all at once. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, fucking areola. He went straight for the whole. Yeah, like, just, man, I'm gonna get like with a memory exam. That was the first time. That was the first time I heard the snap. But when I watched it the second time, I was like, I didn't know you could deep throat a boob. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna lie. And we're done. That's the caption right, for the whole episode. <laughs> look, I'm not gonna lie. I may have tried that with a B cup. <laughs> just you see the areola, and you just go right past it. I'm gonna see if I can get all of this in here at once. <laughs> like, 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 remember when we used to play that game, Chubby Bunny? Well, you used to take like angles and see how many you, you can see put. how many you can. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's the warm up exercise, right? Oh my gosh! So yeah. <laughs> now, now, mind you, teenager me did not think that. That was just me. <laughs> no, of, co- of course, of course. Um, <laughs> this was this was another one of those. I mean, I was. I want to say I was of age, but I was probably a little, just underage for this, right? Like, it's, this is definitely like an 18 plus movie, right? There's, there's yeah. horrible violence, there's rape, there's sex, there's laughable sex. Okay, so in the English dub, when she goes back to speak to her boss, 
Like, so all the ninjas get wiped out. And Kageto is like, I gotta go back and report this. And she's go back, she goes back to report to him, and he's just balls deep in some horror. And he's just not stopping, and he she has to, like, report while he's banging this woman. And it the dub is so laughable, because the moans are so over the top. It was hilarious. I don't know if that's how it was in the Japanese version. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Very loud. I, it was hilarious. And she just <laughs> looks... I, I do like that watching this as as I got older, it was it was kind of nice to to revisit it because there were scenes about like after you could tell after she'd gone through all this how much it did affect her right like you could she was visibly upset like she keeled over and she was crying and and even having to go back and witness her boss you know balls deep in this woman made her uncomfortable not just because he was having sex while talking to her but because of everything she had just gone through and I thought that was really kind of cool how vulnerable they let her be because she's a tough as nails ninja and and basically all of her skill meant nothing at this moment and and she was absolutely 100 percent helpless she was a victim there was nothing she could do and and it really shook her to her core and i i appreciated that they let her be vulnerable like that because it's not it's not often that an anime is willing to kind of like dig into that and and she spends and it's funny because she spends the rest of the anime making up for it, like trying to be tougher, and and she's talks a big game. I don't think it really was trying to be tougher. I think it was a really difference between Jubei was saying, "Listen, you don't have to sacrifice yourself for somebody to have find value in you as a comrade," you know. So mm-hmm. I think she had been for so long. Riding with the pedals for just just biking and biking until mm-hmm. he was like, "Listen, just slow down. I know you're awesome. I know that you are a ninja. You know, not not a konichi. You're you're a ninja, even though you're probably the only ninja there." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right. I think I think uh, that is. That is a lot of it, was that she was devalued simply because she was a woman. No, not just a woman. Not only are you a woman, you're a beautiful woman that nobody can touch. Right, it's the rogue syndrome from X-Men. Mm-hmm. Right, that nobody can touch. So not only do they, are you, is, is there potential of you not being valuable as a woman, which, I, first of all, I don't agree. Absolutely. An ally, but it's the, even as a woman, you're lower than any of the women that you, you, we consider you lower than, than the horde at the last. Right, because, because on, on top of, yeah, it, you literally are useless, like to them, from the, the male chauvinist paradigm. Like, I can't even, I can't even fuck you. Like, that's how useless you are. <laughs> so. It's terrible. Yeah, she it was, was only worth, you know, tasting poison, and that's it. Right, and and nobody respected her as an equal, except maybe her beau who lost his limbs horribly. <laughs> it was terrible. To become an energy drink to somebody. That was... <laughs> oh man, Mr. So Sad he's... Face. Yeah, Mister Sadface, who had his arm dripped off. That, that was yeah, the only yeah, guy. Yeah. You know what really gets your blood pumping? Drinking pumping blood. <laughs> <laughs> so Kageto was 
I want to say probably one of my probably my favorite character in this. I, I I loved I loved her evolution as a character. I loved her her like I don't know solidifying herself in that way. Just, everybody loves Jubei because Jubei's a badass. Mm. But Kageto for me was had the most know, interesting I think, arc. I think he gets beat up a lot. I think he, <laughs> I, I mean, for him to be one of like the super powerful guys, like yeah. he gets beat up a lot. Like I, I mean, he's he's punching above his weight class. He was fighting some demons, you know. G- mm-hmm. get, let's give him a little credit. Uh, <laughs> 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 Man. I, when he fights Genma again on the ship, ah oh man, that, like how did he win the first time? Like I, right, <laughs> right. Like I mean, they show it right in a flashback. He basically like surprise, surprise attacks him and takes his head off. And and Genma's sure as shit not gonna let him have that moment again. And uh, man, I felt that fight. Like there's a lot of I've played a lot of fighting games or watched a lot of movies with fighting in it. But man, I felt that fight. And he's plowing into him, just pummeling him. It was like watching Rocky get his ass whipped. <laughs> I love the, like, in, they did it twice. One with Gemma and one with Stone Guy, where they held him up against some type of structure, and they started punching him, and it was demolishing the structure behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, wow. And, he, and, he, and he's just a regular old Ronin. Like, he's just right. a human... He, he's just a guy with a sword. No that's not the part that I didn't get. You know, he gets punched and he just goes, "Oh, I think I lost a tooth." That, that wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like oh. it would have been cool if he had like a bag of teeth and he put it in there. One of these days, somebody's gonna put you back in my mind. <laughs> well, what about like the headbutt from hell? Like that, dude. That's all when he is headbutted, dude. Yeah, he's With got Kageto's headband on, and he's just... I, I was like... I was like, I think you would fail the concussion rules now in the NFL, because you right? did something. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> like, you know you felt that. You, sir, have CVT. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I This also had... So this anime was one of those interesting ones where I it made me... It's maybe the first time where I'm like, you know what? Nah, being immortal would suck. And it was it was the way that he defeated Gemma. And I'm like, damn, that is that's just fucked up. Like he's gonna perpetually live and die in this you know this cycle of of being encased in gold at the bottom of the fucking ocean. It was horrible. <laughs> it's like. It was one of those things where you go, oh, so being immortal is not such a great power after all, actually. It, it could really go bad for you. He gets his head smashed in. He gets bisected. <laughs> he gets, you know, he gets his arm chopped off. And then he gets encased in gold, you know, because yeah. that's, you know, every villain needs that Midas act. Yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> poetic, really, in its own way. But no, I, I it's, mm-hmm. ah, man, this... This anime is so great for so many reasons. The animation is so beautiful. The story is is very interesting. The action is incredible. The, uh, even the, even the English voice acting in the dub was was good. I don't want to say it's great, but it was good. And and all of it is just wrapped up into this package that just just kicked ass for me. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I I I don't want to wrap up early on this, but I don't I don't have a negative for this anime. 
Do you guys have a negative for this? Give me something bad about this. That there wasn't more. Yeah. (laughs) Your story. I mean, there was the follow-up TV series afterwards, but then there's been nothing since. And, you know, I, I did watch the TV series, and it didn't quite capture the magic of this no. movie for me. Like, it, it just couldn't... I don't know. It, it's like whenever they make a TV series after a movie. You just go, eh. Mm-hmm. eh. It's usually better quite, the other way around. Can't quite capture the magic of that, that. And can you imagine? I really wish that we would have gotten to see it theatrically. Because holy shit, this would have been great in a the movie theater. I don't think my, I don't think I would have been able to contain myself. I, I think that. <laughs> well, well, if he did the human Red Bull, I would have been like, oh, I would have, I would have left, bought a ticket, and went right back in. <laughs> Seriously, who, who is your favorite? Who is your favorite devil? Do you have a mine's a tie? Devil? The shadow guy and the blind guy. Those. Oh, those are the two. I always feel like Ninja Scroll is is an hour long teaser trailer to every samurai movie that you could ever think of. Like yes. if you combine it combined every type of fight you can think of. You got the bamboo forest, you've got the water, you got aerial, everything going makes you just want to go, all right, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go watch every samurai movie now because I wanna see if there's something in there. So yeah. but my favorites are always the Shadow Claw guy because he freaks me out. Yeah. Jumping in from shadows, and then uh, the blind guy. I love the way they animated him, um, Shadow Guy. He always had this like halftone pattern mm-hmm. on his face, and it was just something. Ah, man, he was great. It was really what Madhouse killed this. They just absolutely killed this anime. <clears throat> what about you, Vic? Did you have a favorite demon, favorite devil? Oh God, I'm mixed between uh, definitely the blind guy and also Shadow Guy as well. Yeah, those two were just good. They were kind. They were kind of set up. So the blind, uh, blind, blind swordsman was is obviously an old cliche. They've done lots of blind swordman stories in in samurai films before. Um, but I, I feel like, and it's a shame because like those two characters in particular are really interesting. Uh, easily two of my favorites, and yet like short on screen. Yeah, like, they don't get nearly as much screen time as, as some of the other ones. But maybe that's what makes them most more interesting. You know, I was, always, I was always confused by the anomaly of Boba Fett, how everybody, like, thought Boba Fett was this amazing character. And I would watch Star Wars and go, he's on a screen for, like, 60 seconds. Who the fuck cares about this guy? And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, it's Boba Fett, it's Boba Fett. I'm like, so? Like, what did he do? And and I feel like... He got smacked into a Sarlacc pit. <laughs> I feel like these... I don't mean to, to go off the rails and head on the Star Wars, but but to me, that's what the, these two characters are, right? But except they got more screen time than Boba Fett. <laughs> they could actually, actually do things. And more um, lines of speech and everything. <laughs> but I, I think I, there's I think... something to be said about... That I, I've always hated like uh, when a movie builds on the reputation, but they haven't earned it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was I was getting to. Uh, I agree, and that's I felt like maybe that's a little bit of what this, but at least these guys, like you could tell they were badasses. They didn't just look tough; like they got to show that they were tough. 
you know, I, I just guess I wish I would have seen more of it. For them to be the favorites uh, overall, because it's not just this panel. Anybody you speak to, like almost, almost unanimously, people are going to go, "Oh, well, it was absolutely Shadow Guy. It's absolutely a Blind Samurai fight, or, or it's, or it's the Stone Guy." Like it's those are like the three that get called out all the time. I think the I think the one that had the most potential to be this badass is Hornet Guy. Yeah. Yeah, Hornet guy is fucking terrifying. Hornet guy can fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> he, he no, no. He's fallen prey like, to the no, throat no. needle. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Not only that, he had the uh, he had he had the hornet, and then he had his hornet the the poison dart he shot from his mouth. Yeah, his, his the throat, throat needles, needle. the infamous throat, yeah, throat needle. needles. Man, I thought that was. I thought it was. Each one of the characters were designed so well. Like they, it's a testament to to a character designer that you can kind of tell what kind of character uh, someone is based on their design. And I think each one of them is well represented. Like <clears throat> honestly, my favorite character is is a Scarface chick with the rap bombs. I love Zakuro. her. What was her name? Zakuro. I fucking loved her. She was insane. And I, I dug that. She was so crazy. And she is such a bitch. She was always teasing Benisato. And I just like, God damn, she's great. Like, I would watch a whole anime of this chick killing people because she was so nuts. Um, and I, it's, she didn't just, care. She had guy, no guy. Yeah. Good guy, no. bad guy. She was like, I'm just going to blow everybody up. It's cool. Yeah, I, just, everybody I loved loved her. She was my favorite demon. It's just sheer, just, she was like chaos incarnate. Like, I'm blow it all up. <laughs> With Brian, yours was, yours was uh, Wasp Man. I, I, just, I just felt like from a, um... all right, so Stone Guy, he was able to kill so many people so quickly. Sure. Right. Swordfight guy would have to be killing would have to kill people one on one. You know? Yeah. You yep. have to fight one, kill them, and then go to the next person. Mm-hmm. Um Shadow Guy may have some tricks up his sleeve to be able to kill multiple people at one time. Maybe, maybe right. not. Maybe right. two people at one time. But we don't uh, know because he didn't get a lot of screen time. <laughs> right. So then you have boom boom. Boom uh, boom. Excellent name. I'm going with Boom Boom. Right, right. Approve. Boom boom. She could she could kill multiple people. So I think that when we're talking about the demons of Kamoi, you have to find some way to illustrate just how savage your abilities are, as opposed to just on a mass casualty scale. You know? Yeah. So I think that Hornet guy could have gotten them all. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He could have just said, you know what? We don't really need to make a... You know, I just want you guys to know this. We don't really need to make a, uh, a famine right here. We can just send my boys and kill everybody. <laughs> everybody but Brian, remember, he was defeated by water. <laughs> he, was, he was, like many of the demons, defeated by himself. Mm-hmm. His own, his own water. power, is, was, is, his own abilities are what did him in. So Same keep thing. him dry, give him, you know, scuba suit, maybe have a nap, scuba. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
on dry land, absolutely, he's terrifying. Oh yeah. Uh, on the side of a river, he kind of <laughs> lost a leg and went for a long swim. I loved mm-hmm. that man. That was such a cool moment where he's holding his breath under the water and he just slices right up past his leg. So cool. This whole movie's fucking great. There's so many cool moments in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you could pick any five minute segment and just find something amazing about this. Well, I love the long distance communication with a with a wire. The wire. In the mouth. Sato. We had the same wire that you can electrocute people with. Yeah, the same one. It was it was a cup on a string. No, it yeah. not even a cup. It was just in his mouth. But it was yeah. it was basically yeah the old cup on a string technique. So mm-hmm. cup on a string jutsu. <laughs> it was really <laughs> clever, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the way he did. And I know we never really got to talk about snake snake chick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about her right now. The way that he got her. I managed to tie a line around your neck and you didn't notice like really she didn't notice like that's i feel like i feel like you'd notice <laughs> i feel like something's itchy right like you feel like a piece of twine around your neck wrapped three times oh, I, to be fair I, when you're full of snakes you never know if you'd actually feel something like that dude full of snakes yeah, is absolutely true. the way you want to describe her <laughs> literally and then he grabbed her arm one time and she jumped out <laughs> You yeah, me, you couldn't feel that. That you couldn't feel that. Wax off. <laughs> when that snake rolled up out her vagina, I was like, "Oh yes. my god!" <laughs> what? Hey, hey, hey! What the hell? <laughs> okay, we can have a battle of the dueling vaginas. Which vagina <laughs> do you not want more? Snake vagina or wooden vagina? <laughs> oh man! I you know I what? I'm gonna oh man! I'm gonna say the one that bites back. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I don't want that one. Like, do you want to get bit or do you want splinters? I mean, like I I can use a belt sander to fix one. I don't know what I can do about snake shit. <laughs> the other one, just, would something come out and go hello? You yeah, just... I, I don't know. nope. Get <laughs> nope. their own built-in strap on. <laughs> that bites. That oh, bites. Man. She could have been reverse hentai. <laughs> That's like Indiana Jones' worst nightmare. <laughs> a chick with a snake vagina. It. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? Like, you know what, Indy? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, oh man! All right, so let's let's. <laughs> we were all over the place this episode, and I, I apologize to listeners, but it's it is. This is one of those films that it's sort of just it has its own reputation. There's no way to talk about it in a it, without just kind of jumping all over the place because it's so infamous. Ninja Scroll is infamous. People who've never watched anime have seen this movie. And and this may be the only man anime they ever watched. So to a lot of people this is what anime is, is Ninja Scroll. It's it's this Ugh. and it's and it's Ghibli. Like those are the two things that like I mean to me. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys think otherwise? No, no, no. It's gone from blockbuster to Hulu, so it's it's here. Yeah. Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll is for the streets. It's not for the. It's not for the collector or the private. No, no, no. It's for the streets. It is. It is that. You're absolutely right. It's it's an infamous piece of anime. Uh. Rightly so, it deserves it. Uh, my, I'm, I'll go ahead and I'll go, I'll go first on this. I think Ninja Scroll not only holds up 
it stands the test of time. It is it is without a doubt still one of the greats. Uh, and if you haven't seen it by some miracle and you're listening to this podcast, I don't know what's wrong with you, man. Get out there and, and get it. It's everywhere. It's easily obtainable. It's worth it. <laughs> it's just do yourself a favor and, and, and watch this now. Um, Vic, what do you think about Ninja Scroll? Well, you know, from the first time I even heard about it, you know, through manga's uh, scissor reel set to KMFDM's Ultra, <laughs> you know, it was, it like, it literally sold you just on that alone, and yeah. it did not disappoint at all. It really didn't. Just like you said, it stands the test of time. It's, it's still good. It's still, uh, it still makes sense. I mean, it's still, it, Essentially, in at least in anime, it like solidified that specific genre, the hyperviolent, hypersexual, you know, uh, samurai ninja type genre. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Madhouse, they're still around for a reason. Yeah, so. damn good reason. Uh, and they've put their stamp on so many different genres now. And uh, in, in fact, isn't it isn't it poetic that? they ended up doing Bloodlust, Vampire Hunter D. You know, we talked about Vampire Hunter D. We talked about Ninja Scroll in our Vampire Hunter D episode, and we talked about Vampire Hunter D in our Ninja Scroll episode, but Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust was like a marriage of both these worlds. Yeah, um, I mean, the studio's been around since 73. Is it really? 73? 1973. Wow. wow. And they're still at it, so... Oh, good on them. Uh, Lynette, what do, you, what do you think? How do you... Uh... How do you feel about Ninja Scroll all these years later? Oh, it definitely stands up. And I would say if you haven't watched it, go watch it. And you just, you know, and if you never watch another anime again, that's cool. Just go watch this one. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, I enjoyed it. Definitely not meant for middle schoolers. <laughs> and <laughs> Don't watch this. Yeah. If, if we if we weren't clear by this point of the podcast. <laughs> With yeah, just just don't let your kids watch it. <laughs> Brian, 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 talk to me, buddy. Ninja Scroll. What are we? What are we like? What is this? Twenty five, thirty years later. Twenty five years later. Math is hard. I think that I don't think the math is necessary. First of yeah. all, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's necessary. I don't. You don't have to tell people how old it is because then they know how old we are. I don't like that. <laughs> Airpoint. Airpoint Ninja Scroll just came out. Brand new anime. It's amazing. Oh. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what are um, you? Give us your thoughts. Ninja Scroll taught me a lot about my own humanity. Um, no, I do not drink the blood of my victims. Uh, no, do I not try to fit a whole boob in my mouth? These things are. These are things that make a good human. Um, all rats could be explosive. Treat them as such. Just never. <laughs> if, you see, if you see a wasp nest, burn the house down. I mean, there's so many lessons of life that you can learn, and I think that's why they chose these devils. You know, the blind guy. He could kill you. Kill him first. I mean, <laughs> I'm honored that I was able to apply the lessons of Ninja Scroll. If there was ever a scroll into 
what I've become. It, it, it stands the test of time because I have stood the test of time from learning its lessons. All right, so as a closing exercise, we can all agree. I, I, I as a closing exercise, I, we can all agree that Ninja Scroll is probably the worst name for this anime. <laughs> for this so, anime, yeah, for or this just anime, in general? just this anime, this anime Ninja Scroll does not. It is a terrible name. Period. But let's 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 do a thought exercise. Let's rename it. Re, what would you rename Ninja Scroll to? Yo, that's a. Well, I yo, I like that. I just had it up too. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. It's like to be fair, the Japanese name translates to Jubei's Ninja Chronicles. Still a shitty name. What, what <laughs> would you? What would you rename Ninja Scroll to? Like, to give it a name that that you think would sell. Give it, give it, because I mean, obviously the bill of sale was not met with Ninja Scroll. There were, A, not nearly enough title yeah, ninjas. All the ninjas died. <laughs> and eight, eight, one, I don't think there was a single scroll in the whole fucking movie. So what what, what would you name it? That's that's our thought exercise as we close out this mm. episode. You had that one in the, in, in the, in the brain. Yeah. I've been, I've been saving it up. I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I knew that we were going to have a hard time really kind of talking about this one. Uh, so we'd probably wrap early, but I, I really wanted to to try this thought experiment out because it's let's be honest, it is it's a shitty name. <laughs> Instead of Ninja Scroll, hmm. You know what? Honestly speaking, if it wasn't for the fact that it was a video game, I would have gone with Samurai Showdown. Right? <laughs> Same man. I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And you know what? We can still say we'll go with Samurai Showdown because I remember the first time I watched uh, Avatar and I found out that the last Airbender was coming out and I saw Avatar. I was like, this is an Avatar. <laughs> you know? <laughs> because, because it got some They came out the same year. And then I finally watched the last Airbender and I was like, this isn't an Avatar either. So <laughs> I think we said that Samurai Showdown might have been the worst anime yeah 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 i think samurai showdown is the probably the worst anime ever made and 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 i feel like uh like this can take that title why why ruin a perfectly good title on a horrible anime yeah yeah samurai showdown (laughs) (laughs) well just pretend the other one doesn't exist yeah i feel like you know they can both coexist you know if you like it it, just think of of just spell showdown correctly it's just think of the official product as as the uh, as the the C list Chinese knockoff, <laughs> the one you find at the Dollar Tree. This is the Dollar Tree version of Samurai Showdown. There you go. That's the. I mean, honestly, I I don't disagree. I feel like yeah, like Samurai Samurai Showdown, Samurai Chronicle, something like that. It was far better title than Ninja Scroll. And you know what? I'll I'll leave it to you guys to think of something else, and you can. You can let me know. We don't have to. We don't have to yeah. wait. You can think it through. But I agree with Brian. I, I was, that was one of the first titles I came up. I thought of. I was like, well, it should have been called Samurai Showdown. <laughs> I like this exercise, and I think we need to do it for a lot more animes. I, uh, would Would you like to take Would you like to take a second to rename Three by Three Eyes, Brian? 
He just call it "Don't Watch." <laughs> <laughs> I think he. I think he would change it to "Nope." That's what he yes. call it. <laughs> <laughs> or a bad idea. <laughs> no, that's cool devices. That's cool devices. <laughs> yes, bad idea. <laughs> Oh man! All right, all right, folks. Well, or, go or ahead. Be, maybe you want to watch Fern Gurley instead. Shit! Oh man! Well, you know what? I don't. I don't think we can add to this. That's going to be our show for today. So until next time, keep calm and. Steer clear Mushizo's creepy fucking wasp back. You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd, presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections, or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe. 